Hi, I'm Cecilia Poulain, mother of two, ex-lawyer, ex-banker, writer, singer, creator of one-woman shows, international coach for professional women, international keynote speaker, breaker of conventions, and believer in creativity and the power of the feminine in all of us to change the world. Welcome to Diary of a Writer, where I talk about how I write and read some of what I write. I really hope you enjoy it, and that it encourages you to develop your own creativity in whatever form that may take. I'm 14. I've never been on an aeroplane before. My parents have decided to take the family on holidays to Dunk Island on the Great Barrier Reef. As I step off the passenger boarding bridge onto the aeroplane for the very first time, I promise to myself that I will remember this moment. The main thing I notice is an orange flowery curtain stretched above the door to the utilities area. A ridiculous thing to remember. But it worked. Whenever I think of memory, I think of that moment and the orange flowery curtain. I'm six. I'm sitting at the dinner table with my mother, my sister and my brother. My father isn't there. He's still at work. Our dinner table is white, large and round. I like sitting in the chair just outside the kitchen and I get very annoyed if anyone else is sitting in my place. My mother sits to my left from where she can easily access the kitchen and faces out towards the garden. My father sits next to her, opposite me, when he's at home to eat with us, and my brother and sister sit between me and my father. Almost every evening, my mother scrubs potatoes and puts them in the oven an hour before dinner. I always eat my meals in the same order. Vegetables first, then meat, then my steaming hot baked potato with lots of butter. Worst to best. Always the same place. Always the same order. My brother, I, my brother and I drive my mother to distraction with our fighting, so she decides to read to us to keep us quiet. She reads the classics. Watership Down, The Hobbit, The Lord of the Rings. Each meal ends with one of us sitting on her knee. We fight about who it, who it is going to be, and the other two draped over her shoulders, listening absorbing great literature at the dining room table. I'm 17. My music teacher at school says I have to change my piano teacher because I'm not getting any better. For many years, I've been learning piano and musicianship at Miss Walker's Piano School. Miss Walker lived in a one-story, liver-coloured federation house surrounded by camellia bushes. The musicianship classes were held in a tiny room at the side of the house, filled up by a table and chairs and an upright piano. Around the back of the house were the rooms for the piano lessons. The younger students learnt from the younger, less experienced teachers until they graduated to work with Miss Walker herself. Miss Walker taught on a magnificent grand piano at the very back of the house. She had a special shiny black shoe on one foot, and walked, walked with difficulty and a stick. She was elderly by the time I started work, walking with her, working with her, and had silver hair.
I think she must have been terribly lonely. As far as I could tell, she had no family, and she spent most of the lessons talking to me. In the year she was teaching me, I hardly played a note. My music teacher at school recommended a Chinese concert pianist as a teacher. He told me once that he had injured one of his fingers by using weights to strengthen them. That was the type of person he was. One day, he held a concert for his pupils in the front room of his house where the piano was. I was one of the first to play, a Schumann, with a big leap for my left hand that worried me. I played badly. My fingers were sweaty and slipped around the keyboard, and I could feel the blood rush to my face. The longer I played, the worse it got. I managed to get to the end and stood up with relief when I had finished. Except that at the end of the concert, my teacher asked me to play again, hoping that my nerves would have calmed and that, that I would play better. I didn't. I was still petrified by fear and the judgment of others. I played in exactly the same way. Where did this fear come from? Why did I care so much? Why couldn't I just play in both senses of the word? I really hope you've enjoyed this episode of A Diary of a Writer. I'm running an absolutely free group coaching session on the 9th of May at 6.30pm Central European Time. This session is part of my Dancing Days series where we dig deep on a particular emotion. We have already danced with fear and with anger, and this time we're going to be dancing with joy. If you have ever felt miserable and wondered how to have more joy in your life, you will find this session to be of enormous benefit. Check out the Dancing Days Dancing with Joy page on my website, www.ceciliapoulin.com. I would love it if you could join us. Thank you so much for listening.